What a blessing. We thank the Lord that there is power in the blood this evening. I'm so thankful for that. Without the power, there's no, re- there's no redemption. There's no, um, you know, we would not be saved. We would not be here uh, for, if it wasn't for the power of Jesus in the blood there uh, that he shed for us. So I'm so thankful to be here this evening. Thank you, Pastor Hammond, for having me. Um, I had the privilege to be in one of his classes at Bible College. We went through the book of Hebrews. I'm not preaching in the book of Hebrews tonight because he's probably going to be back there, like, grading me. But um, so I'm just thankful to be here and the opportunity. It was just, it was a great fantastic class uh, that he taught. I know he taught um, Gospels this year, but I was already, I had already finished at the time. So um, tonight, though, we're going to be looking in the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms, Psalm 119. And uh, no, we're not going to read through the whole thing this evening, but (laughs) it wouldn't be a bad thing. It would just be a, uh, you know, a little bit longer, but we're just going to look at a few uh, verses this evening. Um, I just hope this is an encouragement to you. You know, we're kind of now, it's Sunday evening. We're going to be starting the new week here um, tomorrow, you know, getting back into work or whatever our, our things need, you know, that we have going on. And um, sometimes we just need a little bit more of an encouragement, a little bit more of a blessing to kind of get us through the week. And, you know, we have the Lord. Hopefully each one here has trusted Christ as their Savior, and we have the Lord that we can rely on for that strength. And um, so... Looking here at Psalm 119, I'm just going to read eight verses. Psalm 119, um, verse, starting in verse 9. Psalm 119, verse 9, it says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Let's open up in a word of prayer. Lord, we are so grateful to be here tonight. We just are thankful for your word, Lord. Uh, We're thankful for the power uh, that is in your blood, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you for salvation. Uh, We have much to be thankful for, Lord, and I just pray that we would give you that praise, honor, and glory all throughout the week. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as many of you um, have probably seen firsthand this year, 20, well, 2020, and then into this year so far has been quite different than our normal routine, you know, coronavirus and all of that thing. I'm not going to dwell on that tonight, but it has changed a lot of the ways that we uh, do things, the way we, we meet together. All of those things have kind of changed, and we've had to adjust some things along the way. Um, but you know what hasn't changed is that God hasn't changed. He is still the same. He, he has not changed. And we can take comfort in that because with all the chaoticness of everything else, we can trust that God is still faithful. So I'm going to just share a little bit, you know, just kind of we'll look at, I'll tie that in a little bit later here, but just want to give a little bit of my testimony. I, was, um, I grew up in a Christian home. And uh, I had nine siblings, so there was quite a, few, quite a few of us. We kept very busy, always doing something. And uh, we had a small farm 
uh, this is back in Vermont, not here in Connecticut, but back in Vermont we had a small farm and we did, we just did a lot of, lot of different things. But um, um, I was also, so I was homeschooled there and uh, my mom did a great job with that. And before each day, as we started our day, before we started the school day, we would go through and read um, a, a, the Psalms, go kind of go through it in a, in a schedule, read the Psalms in a proverb each day. So if you start with Psalm 1, you would read then Psalm 31, like in the same day, so um, let's say January 1st, you would read Psalm 1, Psalm 31, Psalm 61, and you can go through in a month, you can read through all the Psalms and all the Proverbs by that, you know, by going by 30s. So we'd always did that as, you know, growing up and before we started our school day. And I always kind of dreaded when we got to Psalm 119 because it was kind of long, you know? And, um, but, but looking back now, you know, I was, even though, you know, it's just kind of like kind of going through a routine, you know, how many of us have done that with even just Bible reading, you know, just make sure we get that check going, you know, uh, on our schedule. But looking back at it, I was amazed at how much um, of, you know, of the Psalms that I know just by going over it and just reading through it. Um, <clears throat> I don't have it memorized, but I'm just saying, you know, just kind of like the context of what David, David is writing and the others, other authors as well. But in Psalm 119, we see David writing, um, and it's, it's amazing to see uh, just how, how um, well, in, in, in the Hebrew, they had um, all the different sections here are the alphabet in the Hebrew. But looking at just this one section here tonight, um, it's just amazing to see uh, how God's word speaks to us at different times, you know, at different times and in different ways. Um, I'm going to be looking, though, um, at just the last few of these verses here. So let's just jump right in. I'll share a little bit more of my testimony in a minute. But let's just jump right in. We're going to look at uh, verse 14 uh, together. It says, I have rejoiced, I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. So rejoice in thy testimonies. I love how this one, um, this one um, commentator wrote it, and I don't, I don't try to quote a lot of them because I'm trying to use God's word, but this, it, it's amazing just how he put this here. It says, the way which the scriptures that testify of God and Christ direct unto, and the principal way is Christ himself. Like all the scripture points to Christ. Um, in the principal way is Christ himself, the only way of life and salvation, in which believers walk and go on rejoicing, rejoicing in his person, his offices, his grace, righteousness, and salvation. So, you know, rejoice in thy testimonies. David was rejoicing in God's testimonies, in his, you know, they did not have the full written word like we do, but he was rejoicing in what who he knew uh, of God, and, and, the, and they had, obviously, the first five, David did, had the old, you know, the first, the Pentateuch, the five, first five books, um, but he was rejoicing in God's law. He was rejoicing uh, in God's testimonies, um, and just remembering the goodness of God. Recently, I was down in Pennsylvania uh, visiting some friends, and um, 
we, we had, well, the friend and I had to run out and grab something real quick, but on the way back, we stopped and just sat in the driveway and talked. I don't know about you, but I enjoy just kind of sitting. I don't know if you've ever done it, but I sit in the car, either talk on the phone. It's just a nice place to just to talk. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me. But we just sat there in the, in the car and talked, and he was just going on and on and just sharing the, what God had been doing in his life, in his wife's life, and, um, and then their, in, their, in their church as well. And he was just going on and on, sharing what God had been doing. And it was just, it was very encouraging. Has anyone been, you know, been maybe discouraged or whatever, and then someone is just sharing what God has been doing in their life? And then it's just an encouragement to us. So I was just sitting there enjoying hearing of the testimony of God and what he had been doing in their lives. And he, later, after, or a little bit after he had been sharing a lot, he's like, I don't talk a whole lot, but when it comes to the things of God, I have a lot to talk about. And I was like, that was convicting to me because I was like, isn't that the way all of us should be? If, if we are, have that relationship with the Lord, we, have, we should have much to be thankful for and just sharing the goodness of God with others. Um, are we rejoicing in the goodness of God? Or are we just kind of getting by, dragging ourselves along throughout the week, not really um, you know, remembering what God has doing? He, God works continually in our lives every day. And I'm so grateful for that, that God uh, you know, does that, gives us the strength we need. He gives us the power. And I'm just thankful for that. So rejoicing in God's, God's goodness and God's testimonies. Um, David, all throughout the Psalms, I did not write down all the, all the different Psalms that David wrote this, but over and over, David said, I will rejoice in thy salvation. You know, David was running from many of his enemies all the time. But David, uh, you know, so it was, it was more of a physical um, uh, salvation at that point, but we can rejoice in the, God's salvation as well. And he had that relationship with God as well. Um, but David said, I will rejoice in thy salvation. Are we rejoicing in the salvation that we have? Over and over, he said, I will rejoice in thy mercy. Aren't we all thankful for God's mercy tonight? Uh, rejoice in thy mercy. Rejoice in him. Just rejoicing in God and who he is. And then uh, the last part of that verse, in uh, verse 14, it says, as much as in all riches. Above all riches, we as believers, uh, in the, we know that the joy of a believer should, um, that we should have as believers, is far above the riches of this world. Uh, we should be able to rejoice above and have, uh, rejoice in God above all the riches of this world. Secondly, I just want to look at, um, in verse 15, it says, <clears throat> I will meditate in thy precepts. I will meditate in God's word, meditate on God's word. I know in Pastor Hammond's class, I think we went over just in, in uh, one of the classes, I don't think it necessarily had anything to do with the class itself, but just we, t we talked about meditating uh, on God's word and just kind of being able to uh, understand it and just kind of think on it throughout the day. And meditating uh, can be difficult sometimes. I know for me, it's just kind of, you, you think you, you maybe read a verse in the morning and then you're kind of like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to try to meditate on that during the day. But then we just get busy. We kind of go on throughout the day and you forget about the verse, right? But David here is saying, <clears throat> what he says is, I will meditate in thy precepts. Um, I did not write the verse down, but I think it's in uh, um, Psalm 1. I think I put it a little later, but Psalm 1, I love this verse too. Um, Psalm 1, it says, 
but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate, how often? Day and night. He meditates into God's word, God's law, day and night. So, you know, it it has to be put in, uh, it's a a challenge to do, uh, to meditate day and night, um, but it has to be put into practice. It's something we have to work at doing. But, you know, David says, I will meditate um, in thy precepts and have respect unto unto thy ways. Um, And, you know, meditation today in today's culture can be kind of like, you know, emptying your mind of all, all of the stuff and just trying to, you know, meditate, and I don't know exactly what they're trying to accomplish, but just kind of emptying, emptying their minds. Well, God wants us to fill our minds when we meditate. He wants us to fill our minds with his word and meditate on that. Um, and so we just, you know, in some ways we need to be careful of what we are, what we are um, meditating on. But if we're meditating on God's word, we can never, never go wrong with that. Um, David said, I will meditate in verse 97 of Psalm 119. It says, oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. And I'm speaking to myself as well. I don't meditate in God's word all the day long, you know, but it's, it's, a, it's a challenge for me. It's a challenge for us, hopefully, to be able to meditate uh, all the day and just enjoy being in God's, in God's word. <clears throat> David is saying here that he thought that he thought on, he talked of what he was meditating on. He told others what he was meditating on uh, and what he was learning. It goes far beyond just a fleeting thought in the morning for devotions and then, um, then gone the rest of the day. It's meditating on it and just um, under, understanding and getting a deeper understanding of God's word. So that next part of that verse, though, it says respect uh, in verse 15, Psalm 119, verse 15, it says, and have respect unto thy ways. Um, take heed unto them. This is kind of what uh, respect unto thy, unto thy ways. It says, take heed unto them and walk in them and not wander from them. Make them the rule of your walk in conversation. So respect unto God's ways. Um, Jeremiah, I'm going to turn there. You can turn there as well. Jeremiah, book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 6, 16. Jeremiah 6, 16. Now if I can find it. Uh, Jeremiah 6, 16. I'm getting there. Almost there. Jeremiah 6.16, it says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. So the Lord was talking to the children of Israel, but they said, We will not walk therein. Um, the Lord is asking them, you know, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where the, is the good way and walk therein. You shall find rest for your souls. How often do we kind of, we, we know we want rest for our souls, but we choose not to walk in God's ways. We think we have, we have the path of our life chosen. You know, we have our path all figured out, but um, God's ways are the right ways in his paths are of, of peace. Um, his way is perfect. Um, 
But oftentimes we're, we try not to, or we, we choose not to follow God's ways. Um, I know I'm going to share a little bit more of my testimony now. I know, so I grew up in a Christian home, you know, I was homeschooled. We did, uh, did our Bible reading, you know, all of those good things. We attended church, but that did not make me a Christian. You know, my, what my parents had did not make me a Christian. And so it was when I was 11 years old, we were watching a um, documentary or a, it was a kind of like a message, I guess, on probably VHS at the time. Um, but we're watching this message and it was on the uh, end times and the difference between the great white throne judgment and the judgment seat of Christ. And I, and I realized at that moment when I, was, when I was hearing that, you know, who goes where? You know, the Christian, the believers go to the uh, judgment seat of Christ where they're judged for their works that they have done for the Lord. And then the great white throne judgment is for those that uh, never put their faith and trust in him and then they're cast into eternity. And I realized at that moment, I was like, I have never, I've never personally trusted Christ as my savior. And that scared me, that realization that, if I, if, you know, since I had heard the gospel that, you know, it's just by simple faith and trusting in Christ and his finished work to be saved, when I realized that I had not done that personally, that kind of scared me. And so, which hopefully it would, you know, if, for anyone that would hear that, if they believe it, um, I went to the other room, I went, I went out to the other room and I was just like, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner, you know, and I just cried out to the Lord, and he saved me that day, and I'm thankful for that. But as I, as I kind of continued growing up um, into my teen years and all, uh, you know, just any time I had, you know, sometimes I'd have doubt, well, did I say the right thing or did I do the right thing? Um, one, my dad never gave me assurance of my salvation. He just brought me back to the scripture and just showed me what it was, you know, how, what, how to be saved, um, just to make sure that, you know, we don't get a false um, hope of salvation. But one verse that always, um, that always came to mind or whatever, always kind of bring me back to um, knowing that I am saved is in 1 John, <clears throat> um, 1 John, I'll just turn there. I don't, uh, I wasn't thinking of turning here, but 1 John, it says, <clears throat> um, 1 John 1, verse 7, it says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So every time I would think, you know, have a doubt or whatever, I would always go back to that verse, and it's, and realize that, you know what, it's not what I said or what I did, but it's the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses me from all sin. And so that would always just kind of, you know, get me and realize, you know, that I am, I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. We don't have to worry if we said the right thing or do the right thing. It's just by trusting in what Christ has already done. And so <clears throat> I uh, turned, you know, I was finished high school, um, and I had my lawn care business, I was working full time, I was doing a lot of different things, and it wasn't until 20, well I was, let's see, I think I was 23 at the time, um, that we were having New England Baptist College come up to our church. And my mom was saying, my mom just said, you know, hey, just be, you know, just be open to whatever God might have for you. And I was like, well, it's certainly not going to be Bible college. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to Bible college. She's like, okay, well, just, just be open to what God has. And so I was like, okay. So they came and we met, uh, met the group there that was singing. And, um, you know, I thought they were nice and all. And that was, that was about it. And then I went to, um, I was visiting my grandmother out in uh, Arizona. And on the way back, though, 
is when God's really started to work on my heart and just say, just, just be open to what I might have for you. And so um, got back, I started looking into it a little bit more, and uh, then I scheduled a visit to visit the college. And when I left, um, I, put, I had already put down like a, a deposit for, for, the, for the school year. But during that time, it was amazing to see how God worked in my heart um, to change me and say, you know, well, maybe you think you have your plan already laid out, but what does God want? What do, what do I want? What does God want uh, for me? And so God really worked on, on my heart. And so then I ended up going to Bible college and into that as, as I was preparing for Bible college, um, it was amazing to see all the doors that he closed, all the doors he opened for, and uh, made that possible. So just respect unto God's ways. God's ways are higher. God's ways are better than our ways. And so, so often we think that, uh, again, that we kind of uh, have our plans already laid out, but just be open to what God might have for you because uh, God's ways are perfect. Um, Psalm 37, verse 23, Psalm 37, verse 23 says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Uh, 2 Samuel 22, uh, 2 Samuel 22 says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler uh, to all them that trust in him. And then Psalm 119, <clears throat> 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Lord's way is a right, is the right way. Um, so just respect unto God's ways, you know, take heed unto them and walk in them because they are the paths of peace. Does it mean that we're always going to go, in, you know, not have any struggles or issues? No. But if we are following the Lord, we know we are in the right, <clears throat> in the right way. Uh, number four here this evening, uh, delight in thy statutes. Let's look at verse um, 16. It says, I will delight myself in thy statutes. Um, what does that exactly mean? Well, when was the last time that we have delighted uh, in being in God's word? And I'm speaking to myself here as well. You know, just enjoyed being in God's, you know, reading God's word, reading his uh, the, the, in, you know, just being in it. Um, delight means not only to enjoy it, but to follow God's laws, to follow God's word and walk according to it. Um, you know, that's, that's part of delighting. When we enjoy doing something, um, we, or when we are doing something and enjoy it, we are delighting in it, you know. And so when we are in God's word and reading it, uh, hopefully we have that delight that we want to please our Heavenly Father. Uh, and so we are doing it with a happy, uh, happy heart and delighting in that. Um, when do we just enjoy you know, that? Or is it delighting in God's word just something that we kind of go through? Uh, again, like I mentioned earlier, just to kind of get through... Um, and get through the, you know, our checkbox, you know, I've been there before, where it's like I have a Bible reading plan and I just, you know, trying to get through it in a year. So just read it as quick as I can. But God wants us to delight in his word. And so David here says, I delight myself, um, I will delight myself in thy statutes. David said he pretty much purposed in his heart that he was going to delight himself in God's word. And I think we would do well to do the same. Uh, most laws... Um, 
in, in the world or, or whatever, condemn the soul and pronounce sentence, right? Most of the laws that, uh, it, you know, they, they're there for a reason and they pronounce a sentence. The result of the law of my God is perfect. It condemns, God's laws condemn, but uh, it, it uh, restores more abundantly uh, what it takes away. And that's a, a quote by Jim Elliott, a missionary to, the, to Ecuador. I love that his story is there. But I'm going to read that again. Most laws condemn the soul and pronounce sentence, but the result of the law of my God is perfect. Uh, it condemns but forgives. It restores more than abundantly what it takes away. And we can be thankful that uh, we have God's law, that it does condemn. It shows us our sin, but it also gives a way of escape, too, that we, uh, again, like we had saying tonight, just the power in the blood, it condemns us, uh, not the blood, but um, our sin condemns us, but it's the blood that uh, restores us more abundantly what it takes away. Uh, we have reason to rejoice in God's law. And so just something, you know, that I, I appreciate um, just the writings of the missionary Jim Elliott. You know, he has a lot of great uh, nuggets there. But um, the last thing, number five, I want to look at here is remember, <clears throat> remember God's word. David says in verse 16, I delight myself, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Um, in school, college, or for our jobs, or whatever we might be doing, we typically have to memorize something. You know, in Pastor Hammond's uh, class there, we had to memorize many, many different things. And I apparently heard Mrs. Hammond uh, was saying you were going to possibly quiz me on, you know, some of those things that we, we had to memorize. But those are good things. You know, it helped us with our class. It helped us, mem you know, know things. And so uh, we had to memorize different, uh, different uh, acronyms or whatever it might be to help, help us. Um, and so with our jobs or whatever, it, we do those things. We memorize those things to help us and to uh, be more proficient at what we do or to pass a test or whatever it might be. Um, but as David says here, I will not forget thy word. Look at verse 11, uh, Psalm 119, verse 11. It says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. <clears throat> and we could go through, we could go through many of the Psalms and just see how David, you know, meditated. He memorized, he, you know, and even in the New Testament, Paul admonishes, you know, to, to be in God's word, to memorize it, to hide it in our hearts. And so um, David says, Thy word have I hid in my heart. And I will not forget thy word, that I might not sin against thee. I kind of put a couple, two verses there together, verse 11 and verse 16. Um, we need to hide God's word in our hearts, that we might not sin against him, but also to, as we delight in God's word, um, just, to, just to hide that in our hearts. I love... Um, I mean, I wasn't, obviously wasn't there, but I've heard and read many, many stories of um, missionaries or Christians around the world during the World War II era. And they are, it's some of the, uh, my favorite uh, history, time in history, just as far as the testimonies that came out of that. And one thing, you know, a theme kind of through many of those, um, those books that I've read or whatever during that time was that they, the, either the missionaries or the, the Christians at the time, one thing that they were so thankful for was 
uh, the, the scripture that they had memorized was a scripture that they had memorized. Why? Because they didn't always have, their, God's word was taken away from many of them and most of them at the time, whether they were in prison or whatever it was, God's word was taken away. But one thing that they always were so thankful for was the, the um, God's word that they had hidden in their heart. And that is something that when we hide that in our heart, no one can take that away from us as much as they try. God's word, if we have the Holy Spirit as well, he's going to be bringing that back uh, to us as we hide it uh, in our hearts. Um, so they, they were just, you know, they were thankful that they had hidden that in their hearts. So, you know, I know for me, I, I, I would admit, I don't, I don't memorize a lot of scripture um, as much as I would like to. Um, but that is something that I desire to do. I want to do that more. David says, I will not forget thy word. Why? Because thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So David already was hiding God's word in his heart. Uh, and he said, I will not forget. I will not forget that. Um, and so we just need to, I know for me, I need to work on that. You know, just hiding God's word in our heart for many reasons, that I might not sin against God. Um, it says, Where, wherewithal shall a young man, in verse 9, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed, listening to God's word. And that's for all of us. You know, that's for all of us, uh, that if we take heed and follow God's word, um, he is going to, uh, we have that uh, power in us, you know, that we might not sin against God. Um, verse 12, blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. Are we allowing God to teach us through his word? You know, that's part of memorizing. That's part of uh, remembering and rejoicing in God's, in God's testimonies and all. Um, I just wonder, you know, how many, how many of us maybe here tonight um, are just kind of trying to, struggling to get by. You know, I know this last year was quite difficult for many of us. You know, it just kind of brought us, it kind of like locked us all down in our, in our homes or whatever. We're doing live stream or whatever we could do. But I was talking with someone um, last week and they said even, they were just, they would have been quarantined for quite a while and they were just starting to be able to get back out and everything. But during that time, they said they were very discouraged. Did anyone ever get discouraged this last year? I know there was some times of discouragement, you know, when you're kind of, when you don't have, you can't go out, you can't get out as much as like you would like. But you know, one thing that again, like I mentioned earlier, we can uh, be thankful for is the Lord. And I was thinking, you know, as they were just sharing that they were, had been discouraged um, during that time, uh, I was just thinking of, those that don't know the Lord, you know, how, how, do, how do they get through some of these difficult times without knowing the Lord and knowing um, uh, just the joy that we have and the blessing that we have uh, from knowing the Lord? And um, one thing I do want to mention as well, um, I know you guys are doing, you do, we do a Bible project here, right? Um, doing a New Testament or the gospel. Um, John Romans, John Romans. And uh, so one thing, you know, as we, as we kind of look at this, at this um, what David is writing here, uh, I would delight, I want to read um, 
Verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. You know, so we have God's word, and you're putting them together to give out to others. Uh, last, uh, I was traveling somewhere. I've been doing a lot of traveling recently. But I was traveling down um, 84, and then I got onto route. I'm trying to remember now. I think I want to say it was route 8 or whatever. Um, but there was a lot of traffic, a ton of traffic there. There always seems to be a lot of traffic down in this area. And on the other, other lane, I was heading south, and everyone else was heading north at the time. I was heading south, and I saw all of these stopped vehicles. You know, it was just miles, you know, how you go by, and it's just miles and miles of stopped vehicles on the other lane. You're like, wow, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in that lane right now. But as I was kind of, as we were getting, uh, as I was getting to the end of that, you could see all the cars speeding towards that, you know, towards that stopped vehicle area. And I, a thought came to me, and I was just like, you know, how often I've thought before that if I could, I would love to tell all of those people that, hey, take that exit, you know, get off there so you don't get stuck in there, right? Well, how, look, if you look at the world, we see all those people that are heading towards hell. Um, you know, maybe a lot of them have not trusted Christ, but you want, or do we have that burden to tell those people um, to take, take the exit? There is a way that you don't have to go down, you know, like go down towards, um, in, get stuck in that traffic jam. Do we, are we, do we have that burden to tell others, um, you know, the way of Christ? There is another way uh, for, eternal, for eternal life. Uh, and just thinking about, you know, like the John Romans and stuff, we have, we have God's word. We have the power uh, in God's word to be able to give to others. And uh, do we just have that burden? Do I have that burden to tell others? Um, you know, if we, if we have the ability, are we doing what God wants us to do in that way as well? Um, so I just wonder, you know, just trying to be an encouragement uh, tonight. Are we, you know, just trying to get by in our Christian life? Are we or are we uh, rejoicing in what God has done? You know, I know for me, we get, I, for me, I get busy. There's a lot going on. You know, I have travels and I've got work and I've got different things. There's a lot going on. Am I so busy that I'm not rejoicing in what God has done for me? It's very easy to get distracted. It's very easy to get, um, you know, sidetracked of what's important. But I know for myself, I want to rejoice in God's testimonies. I want to be a blessing to others by telling others what God has been doing in my life. Um, and just, you know, because I know for me, that is a huge encouragement. Hearing what God has been doing in someone else's life is an encouragement for me. So if we can be that encouragement to others as well, just sharing what God has been doing, I know that's, that's a huge encouragement. Um, are we rejoicing in God's testimonies? Are we giving others reason to rejoice in the great God we serve? Um, we have much to be thankful for. Even if the world looks bleak, you know, we hear, as I was coming in, I was listening to a, a news um, thing on what's going on in Palestine and Israel right now. We know we definitely need to pray for Israel. But there was a, there was a history, history guy that was kind of trying to explain why Israel and Palestine are fighting. And I was like, well, I could tell you too, you know. <laughs> and it's, you know, he was just saying how, you know, this, this couple years ago happened and this. And I was like, well, no, there's much greater picture and story going on there than even he knows. Um, but 
you know, they, they don't even, a lot of the Israel, uh, those people in Israel aren't um, believers, but some of them are. And um, anyway, just, I was just kind of listening to that. There, there, there's a lot of chaos and a lot of things going on over there, but we still serve a, a great, and we still serve a great God. And so even in, in amongst all of this chaos that we might see, you know, it's not maybe right here where we live, um, but we live in a world of darkness. And so uh, even if the world looks bleak, um, I just want to encourage us for our lights, may our lights shine brightly during this time. You know, we have much to be thankful for. We have God's word that we can give out. Uh, we have the reason uh, to rejoice. And so I just hope and pray that this, you know, this coming week, um, we would just look to meditate in God's word, remember God's word, ask the Lord to show us, are we on the right path? Are we, are we going the way that you want us to go? Or do you want us to, to um, take, a different, take a different route, follow God, uh, delight in thy statutes, and, um, and just remember God's word? So I hope that was an encouragement and a blessing. I know God is working on that in my life as well. All of these things are, are, are things that God is working on me as well. But again, just we have much to be thankful for. Maybe we just look to the Lord and um, look for ways to rejoice and be a blessing to others this week. Lord, I thank you so much for I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for the great testimony of, of David and all that he wrote, all that he um, <clears throat> wrote in the uh, in the Psalms. And other, other parts of scripture, Lord, I just thank you so much for, uh, for that. Lord, I pray that you would uh, just help us to be a blessing to others. Help us to rejoice in all that you have done in our lives. May we share that good news. May we share that, uh, you know, that there is power in the blood uh, with others that don't know you. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you would help us this week. Uh, may we be a blessing and encouragement to others uh, Lord, I know um, each one here has different, different struggles or whatever it might be, different uh, maybe illness or whatever. God, you know each situation, but I just pray that even in those situations, Lord, that we would find reason to rejoice because you are a great God and we serve you and we thank you for that. We love you. We thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor. I want to ask you if you would, please, just keep your uh, heads bowed for another moment, please. I want us to consider uh, how we might respond and, and pray tonight. Brother Moore, thank you so much for the message and for handling God's words well. I appreciate that very, very much. And I want to stop and ask us uh, tonight, are we, are we in God's words? We have to be in them to, to rejoice in them. And maybe you'll confess tonight, Lord, I'm I, I, I confess I've not been in the Bible as much as I should. Lord, would you help me get back into your word this week that I might rejoice in it and that I might uh, meditate uh, in it uh, and have respect unto your ways and delight myself in your words. And, of course, we have to be in them uh, to rejoice and meditate and follow and, and delight. And so I just want to encourage that we would, we would stop and take a moment and say, Lord, help me to... Uh, to be in the Bible this week as, as much as I should. And Lord, help me to come with a heart that is bowed before you to see the things that you would have me to see. And as I meditate and, and rejoice, Lord, Lord, give me grace to do that, but uh, Lord, to see the things that you would have me to see and to apply them practically uh, as you would have me to apply them practically in my life. And 
of course, to rejoice and delight in all of that. Um, we can, we can delight in the Lord's words. He's called us to, but we have to be in them. And so let's take a moment and I just encourage you to pray right where you are. Lord, help me to be in your word this week, uh, to rejoice in it, to meditate in it, to delight in it, to follow it as you may lead. Give, give you a moment, take and pray that, please. Father, I thank you tonight for the preacher and for your words. Thank you tonight for the preaching of your words. Lord, we understand tonight this is exactly what we need. We need you, of course. We need your words. And Lord, we need you to apply them to our hearts and, and to uh, burden us for them and to uh, burden us to walk in your words. And Lord, I thank you tonight that when we're, we're in your words and, and taking time, taking care, uh, to, to chew on them and, and to not rush. Lord, there, there's a joy in that. There's a joy in meditating and seeing the things uh, that, that you reveal to us in and through your words. Lord, there's a delight in that. And I thank you so much for that. Lord, we understand there's so many different ways that we might spend our time. Uh, Lord, so many potential distractions. I pray tonight that those things not distract us from the place where we should be in our Bibles. Lord, I pray tonight as we do that you'd bless us with rejoicing and delighting uh, in you and in your words. Father, I do love you tonight. I thank you. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, may I look up here. Thank you for being here tonight. Brother, thank you so much. Very grateful for your message. Zach, you come lead us in a closing song, please. I'll share a couple things with you. Please be reminded, <clears throat> excuse me, as we said this morning, uh, starting on Wednesday, masks will be optional, uh, as we discussed uh, this morning. I also want to share tonight, you'll be seeing emails to this effect and so forth. Lord willing, this coming Sunday morning, we're going to return back to our normal schedule with Sunday school being here, live in person at 10 o'clock, and then you'll be here for 11 o'clock for church as, as we have been. So, uh, Lord willing, this coming Sunday, everything will be back to our normal, regular schedule. Sister, I understand you're going to be traveling. You'll be away. We're going to be praying for you. You keep praying for us also, please. And we pray that God gives you a, a good visit with family. We will be praying. Okay. Zach, you come. All right. If you would, stand with me and turn to our last song. It'll be 565. Number 565, we'll sing the first and the last of Send the Light. Number 565. There's a roll come over the restless waves. Send the light, send the light. There are souls to rescue, there are souls to save. Send the light, send the light, send the light. The blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. Let us not grow weary in the work of love. Send the light, send the light. 
Let us gather jewels for a crown above. Send the lie, send the lie, send the lie. The blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. Uh, let's pray again dear heavenly father we thank you so much for the message we've heard may you allow it to continue to work in our hearts and uh, give us the strength of christ to uh, do whatever you convicted us to do this evening get us home safely now in jesus name i pray amen